Hello, welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Rocker. Thank you, Dead Air Dudes Nation. We're continuing our horror in July series. And we're finishing up the trilogy on Netflix of the Fear Street Saga. Fear Street Saga, indeed. This time we're going to review and talk about Fear Street Part 3, 1666. Right. Directed by Lady Janiac, who directed the other two. Written by Phil Raziadel, Lady Janiac, and Kate Treffrey. Tree Fry. Now, it has the same, uh, basically the same cast as the, the other two films, but they're playing different characters. As if you guys saw, spoilers, in the second one, we have um, Ziggy mentioned, uh, told her story about 1978, then what transpires after towards the end of 78, when they uh, find her, uh, the witch's body and her hand, the main character, what's her name? She's, uh, well, can't, can't, I'm there, I forgot her name in the, in the movie, but they reunite the, the hand and the, the body, she gets these visions, and then I guess she sees What's happening in, in 1666? That being said, Rocket, take it away and let's get into it. All right, so puns abound in this trilogy, 1666. Indeed. Okay, so we're back in Puritan times, and you know, the whole premise of the movie is now blown wide open. Sarah Fear is not the culprit here. She's not the one who cursed everyone in damnation and set upon a cycle of serial killers and everything. Spoilers. What gets blown oh yeah. Wow. I mean spoilers spoilers are bad, but what gets blown open here is she actually is the victim here. And she has found true love. And because the true love is forbidden in these times and a plague has been unleashed coincidentally at the same time, a plague that possesses the pastor, forcing the pastor to do the evil deeds of the devil or devils. He locks the kids in the church or whatever, the schoolhouse, plunges all their eyes out. It's pretty horrific and, you know, built up, pretty good built up dramatic seed. All their eyes are plucked out. He's possessed. He's going after. They barge into the school and then they have to kill him. Now, this is historically true. The witch hunt is on. Right. Now, but what's not historically true, obviously, is that the pastor gets uh, possessed and kills 12 kids. So, in the fact that somebody witnesses Sarah Fear, Fear's love dallying, they call it. Uh, tryst, the tryst in moonlight, which, by the way, the moon rises. I had the quote in my head. The moon rises before the new moon or some crap, which is code for eat some berries and mushrooms and you get to psychedelic trance. I mean, teenagers throughout time will always be teenagers. So the whole thing is she's been set up to take the fall for the true devil worshiper, the true person who has made a pact with the devil, which is uh, Sheriff Good's whole lineage. Solomon Good. Now, Solomon's Good. Yeah, I found it interesting when they introduced his character, they made a video about him, 
I guess I didn't put one on one together that, oh, it's the same, you know. Well, which is why. Oh, holy puns, puns abound. Last name good, last name fear, 16666. I mean, it, it, it. to the point, it also it gets a little comical. I'm sorry to say it robs it from maybe some kind of a truer sense of horror because you're kind of sitting there already thinking, okay, what's going to happen here? I did like the historical part of the movie, of the episode, I must say. It wasn't as deeply run as something like The Witch, which we reviewed, shameless pun, and was a really good movie. A, a instant, you can't, an instant Halloween classic. You can't compare uh, but, uh, this... How it was because I actually cranked that at some moments at the dialogue at you know some of I mean I I get it they didn't they didn't go full fledged vernacular because they would lose the audience yeah but they had enough with accent and with garb and setting which looked pretty involved that you're transported back in time to 1666 right right so she's got a forbidden love she takes the fall. And she actually curse is the one who places a curse only on good. That I, the truth shall set you free. I will haunt you from all my days. It's actually Sheriff Good and his lineage that have to unleash the demonic forces every few years in the form of a serial killer to use the blood to feed the demons. Now, see, now isn't that too convoluted? Yeah, and, and, and that it, that's my biggest issue with this whole trilogy, is the fact that, I mean, the rules aren't specifically stated. Everything kind of, okay, this happened, oh yeah, because you gotta do this. And then it kind of doesn't make any sense, but oh, we gotta do this, and this happened. And then you're like, uh, okay, so we get it. Sarah fears the witch, or was the witch, but really wasn't the witch, it really was Solomon Good and his whole so he has to freaking release Syracuse every so often to appease the devil or devils and, you know, fill it with blood and the whole, you know, and write the things on the, write the names on the, on the stones and all that. It, it, it kind of, yeah, I get it. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I mean, it wasn't a super surprise. It was kind of predictable. It wasn't super surprising to me that they would go that way. I was kind of, you know, but I, I mean, just look at again with the, the super puns, Sunnyvale, Shadyside. I mean, I think because of all that's part of it, that's made up, it was never meant to be meant to be taken as serious as, say, The Shining, uh, The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, something that is pure fright. Yeah, Even I- in today's terms, like Get Out and, and, and and the others, Hereditary, uh, Midsommar, something like that. It wasn't like pure dramatic horror in that sense. Can you categorize this as horror comedy? A little bit. Actually, a lot. Because take it, we don't, at least look, I never read the Fear Street books. I was little, you know, a little older. So I never read the books, the R.L. Stein books. So I guess it was geared towards a young audience, even though these movies are rated R which are geared towards the audience who read the books but are now adults. So it's not going to be hardcore <laughs> horror, you know, in the sense it, it, It's lighter. It's, it definitely is a lighter sense of horror. Or there's blood, there's maiming and killing and murder and everything. It's still missing that, that, that extra... Well, I give it, I give it credit in, in a few things. 
the forbidden love at the time was punishable. Yeah. Uh, punishable. So that's the premise in that sense, as far as why they were, why she was hung and was, was fine. They had to play with three different time periods. Now, granted, 78 and 94 is not too big of a stretch, but 1666 is. For acting, setting, costume design, and language, and soundtrack, I did. they did a fantastic job. And obviously, in 1666, not much of a soundtrack you could do over there. Uh, they did have um, you know, folk songs, folk dancing, uh, simple guitars, and whatnot. So in that sense, they did cover their bases. I didn't expect them to be Academy Award-winning level and, and stuff like that. But what they did accomplish is a trilogy spanning 400 plus years, 300 plus years, with uh, a, a curse. And we, if you buy into it, it's entertaining. Let me leave it at that. Yeah, look, you're right. In that sense, if you are looking for something to knock your socks off and have the next great horror opus or epic. It's this, this ain't it. But if you're... Yeah, polite pass. If you're a fan of the books and you spent uh, four hours of your life already watching this, which, and another two hours, which I'm surprised how long these movies are, then yes. I mean, it almost got to the point where it was almost too over the top and then it kind of brought it back just enough. I mean, in contrast to probably how you feel upset, say, I actually like this the best of the three. And I've had to rank them. It would be 1666, 94, and then 78. Really? I still prefer 78. 1666 would be a far second. And last but not least, 1994 part one. And then 1994 part two. Which, uh, Izzy, get out of Studio 54, man. <laughs> now, obviously, it hasn't been confirmed, but toward the end of the film, again, spoilers abound. Someone, once after uh, Sheriff Good is eliminated and the lineage is destroyed and Shady Side becomes, pun intended, Sunny Side, um, and uh, uh, Sunnyvale, Sunnyvale, I guess becomes all shady and within where the tombs were and the stone the pillars all the names were they had the book the book where yeah well basically it's a you know actually he's uh what do you call it the the witch's journal yeah, i guess you journal. Uh, someone takes it someone takes it so it's open for uh fourth film or and, and i think rumor has it they find this book in a in a cabin in the woods somewhere in Michigan. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, <laughs> don't even joke. Like, don't, don't, don't even kid around like that. That is just, you know, Raka, Raka has been, has been uh, uh, too much of the, of the, of the sherry this morning. I, I had a double Irish coffee, so uh, good. Good, bro. Okay. All right. Uh, time for ratings and go for it. Be, all right. Well, uh, let's do a rating total trilogy where you wanted to do just this standalone. We'll do both. All right. Give, give, me, give me your rating for this, uh, you know. All right, 66. 666, for me, I did like it better. I, I would actually give it a three and a half bloody hands. Okay. Um, 
because it did tie up the rest because I did appreciate how they did 1666 period piece, not completely over the top, but it, it, it moved paced well better to me than the other two because it was only maybe three quarters of the episode and then the rest was present time, 94, wrap things up, solve, resolve, whatnot. I would give it that. As a trilogy in total, uh, being that the other two, I think, lagged behind and this was up, if you average it together, throw in my Einstein math, three bloody axes. All right, for me, 1666 was better than 94 yet not as good as 78 for me. So I would have to give this a two and a half bloody separate hands. And for the grand total of the trilogy, I would probably have to give it, yeah, two and a half bloody axes. I was hoping you'd, you'd somewhere break tradition to go maybe three, two or three quarters. You know, some, I, I don't want to confuse the people. Speaking of the people, Please like, comment, and subscribe on this video. And for more content, if you like our, you know, quickie horror movie reviews, we have more on the horizon. We have a uh, Fireplace Part Two. Fireplace Part Two, uh, uh, which is now available before it was limited and only in theaters. So now it's been made available, and uh, a few others on the horizon, especially summer movies coming out. Indeed. Which, which, by the way, uh, Izzy reviewed uh, The Tomorrow War, which I just recently watched yesterday. Excellent sci-fi movie uh, as far as whatever's out now. Pretty damn good. Good action, good pacing, great review. Check out his review on our YouTube channel as well as on IG. All right, thanks so much. Uh, again, horror in July, you can't really beat it. Can't beat it. Thank you, everybody. I'm Izzy. Take care. Save the whales.